Ladies and gentlemen, you're back at the Bromax podcast for our review of Adam McKay's new Netflix film, Don't, Don't Look, Look Up. Up. My name is Jesse. My name is Joel. And we were able to see this film quite early, weren't we, Jesse? Yeah, suck it. We got the advanced screening, 8th of December. <laughs> 8th of December. So at the time of this recording, it's just come out here uh, in, in Australia with a limited release. And yeah, so. It's actually going straight to Netflix on yes, December twenty fourth, right? Yeah. So it's going to have this limited run in cinemas, and so that's why at the moment um, the IMDb score will probably be. It's, yeah. IMDb score is seven point four. Seven point four. Okay. Yep. Rotten Tomatoes. There's no audience score yet. It hasn't been officially released in America. Okay. It came yep. out at time of recording. It's just come out in Australia. We yep. get it early. Sixty huh? percent um, <laughs> critics. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes for John Look Up so far. And the 7.4 on IMDb. Yeah, and right? as always, right. we don't care about Metacritic. So, uh, Joel, what was your what is Don't Look Up about? What is Don't Look Up about? Well, it is, I may I just say, it does have a stellar cast. We'll, we'll get into that yes. a little bit later. Um, but it's about these two astrophysicist characters, sort of. I, I didn't, oh, yeah, astro, astrophysicist and. Okay. They're astrologists. <laughs> astrologists. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, yeah. Are astrologers. They, are they astrologers or astronomers? Astronomers. Oh, they're astronomers. Astro. They're astronomers. They're astronomers. They're fully astronomers. Studies of the astro. They do okay. something. With Le- Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, two astronomers. Yes. Jennifer Lawrence discovers a comet. Yes. And then the other guy, Leo. Leo, who's a professor at yes. Michigan. Yes. They have to try and work together to warn the world that... An asteroid's coming, or the, the comet's yeah, coming. They've got like six months to do it. Six something. months to do it, and it uses the really like high-profile cast to tell a satirical comment yeah. of the human um, response yes, in a so modern yeah. society. So, uh, Jesse, did you want to kick us well, off with some? I'll just go with this cast. We got we already mentioned it. Leonardo DiCaprio is the professor of Michigan. He's got yes some. His character's really. He's got some. He doesn't like being in the spotlight. He's it's different for Leo. So that. Character, it's really different. It's, he, because he usually plays a dickhead. Yeah. But I actually really like his character. Also, just for say, this is non-spoilers. <laughs> this is non-spoilers. Here. Yeah. He's, Jennifer Lawrence is a student working for a PhD. Yep. Really passionate. Yes. Supporting she... those two, great cast. So you have Jonah Hill, Ooh. Hamish Patel, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Um, and then who else? Then Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett. Um, oh, a couple other people. They're, they're the main this is the sort of fellas. Oh, there is Ariana little... Grande and Kid Cudi, they're amazing in it. We'll get more on them <laughs> later, but they had a really yes. good inclusion. There in is a film. great cameo, but we're going to have to wait for spoilers. Yes, for cameo. yes, good idea. I was about to let that live loose, but we'll <laughs> just talk about non-spoiler stuff first. Yeah. So, Jesse, did you want to lead and talk about your non-spoiler thoughts about Don't Look Up? Well, yeah, it's an interesting, it's a difficult concept to pull off because you kind of know that Don't Look Up is an asteroid. There's not a whole lot of breathing room. No, no. So, but I thought this film was excellent. I awesome. really, really enjoyed it. I thought Adam McKay's the direction was great. They had the little subtitles on the screen. And stuff. Yes, it and was really cool. His directorial choices, yeah, were quite cool. As well. I really like the story. How it's commenting on the human experience. Yeah. How, like, there's a, a good side who are advocating for something that's negative, and a bad side that's advocating something that's positive. Yep. It's kind of plays with what we think is good and what we think is right. And I think it really is that satirical comment as well, or in the way that it goes about it satirically yeah. too. Yeah, because it is quite funny. It is. It is. Like the humour was top notch. Yeah. 
And there's a lot, there's a lot of um, timely references that are, might seem dumb, but like they actually add to the story. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I really, really enjoy this. I think it's excellent. I think everyone is act, acting really well. Okay. I thought shout out for me was Jennifer Lawrence. I thought she was yes. a very relatable person. Last very thing I passionate. saw Jennifer Lawrence in was X Men Dark. Oh my god! So this was like top notch. Yeah, she's very good. She's very. She's like the audience in the movie. Yes. She's like this is how the audience would react. She's very passionate. She's the lens in which the audience can. Yeah, be that's a good way to story. put it. Yes. Who did you think? Who, who stood out for you? In that for me, um, probably Leo DiCaprio, yeah. to be honest. I think he's, because obviously, like, you know, some of his films, um, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> That's the first it, one you mentioned. Yeah, and I just had a Inception. Inception, Titanic, Marvin's Room, Catch yeah. Me If You Can. Yeah. They're all, as Jesse said, they're all sort of, he plays roles that are a little bit dickish yeah. in nature. Dick, dickish is the character. Yeah, so it was, I was really quite taken aback actually by the character that he played because it felt like, it didn't feel like Leo at times, which was good because yeah. it, it felt like this is actually a character that, like especially, oh, well, I don't well, know. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We'll hold the spoilers there, but yeah. definitely Leo's performance yeah. and the emotional range that he sort of brought and the, yes. the character journey that he goes on. I was, really I was very pleasantly surprised yeah. with his performance. Um, yeah, also honour mention to Timothy Charlemagne. We, we won't get into it. Oh, spoilers. yes. It's just quite yet. <laughs> good inclusion uh, on him. Very good inclusion. <laughs> Uh, very entertaining. <laughs> um, I also oh. thought the music was very good. I really like the music when the oh we can't we really can't say. we can't get into this but, but the music fit the events of the film very well. In okay, the we might well. have to unpack that. In you might not, you might have noticed that. I was no, like, I because I'll, I'll just give a little bit of a I'll, Jesse loved love love this film. Yes, right, I, love it. <laughs> I thought it was good. Like I, I I don't hate it by any means, but it's not top tier. 2021 for me it sort yeah. of sits like in the middle um i think just the way that um again we'll unpack this in spoilers but there are certain choices that they did with the plot and the way that certain things happen i was just sort of like oh, okay but it certainly does provide for an entertaining watch and when it does come on netflix i'm gonna give it another watch yes. and see how that goes yes i was surprised for an netflix film because usually netflix films kind of suck yeah but yeah. this is a really good one was this a and netflix the, film from the get-go yeah or was it like i think i think so well with that bash product placement it's basically it's coming from bash who was in this, <laughs> this film is not this doesn't this doesn't this is not spoiler this is not a spoiler bash helped make this film so they wanted to be in the film as like yeah. a main character yeah so they can't but it's a netflix film but yeah, I thought the story was actually really good for next film. It knew exactly where it wanted to go. Yep. It was consistent. There wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Like recent Netflix films, such uh, as Red Notice, which we'll, we'll say. That's coming. Time. Our review for that's coming. Yeah, we <laughs> promise. Whether it be in our one of our worst worst movies of twenty twenty one, there'll be some sort of rant about this. We're movie. going to have a rant about Red Notice. Yes. For now we are praising. I am certainly praising. Don't look up. And all the acting performances and how it manages to speak to humans it definitely spoke to me. Yep. I was amazed by the end credits. I was like, well. Wow. End uh, credits is weird. Oh, amazing. The mid credit scene, we won't spoil it until spoilers, but the mid credit scene is amazing. It was funny. It was the so weird, scene, but it was funny. So good. Um, anything else you want to add before um, we head into spoilers? I think, I think this is the sort of film that won't appeal to everybody, but I think yeah. it's good for everybody to give it a go. Yeah. I think give it a go, but 
it won't be a film that sort of resonates with everybody yeah. just in the way it's, it's definitely about. my sort of it's not my street yeah it's definitely yeah. my street i'm into like the satirical dark humor yeah yeah i mean i certainly find that stuff entertaining yeah. but there, there wasn't any time travel or modern oh, so look. joel hated oh. it <laughs> they didn't go to the quantum realm the multiverse is like it's just oh, well, i don't even know what to say at this point <laughs> all right well if you want to if you haven't seen the movie yet you should probably cut off now because we're about to head into our music queue to get into the spoiler yes, section we are so going only, into spoiler territory there are, and there are a lot of spoilers a lot of big spoilers in this film so you're gonna have to watch the movie before you come in this yes and we'll see right. you on the other side see you on the other side the music queue spoilers spoilers Spoilers! Don't keep watching. Don't stop watching. If you haven't watched the movie, listen. You got to watch the movie before you start listening to the podcast. And now the queue is done. We can get into it. Okay. So let's. I want to talk about the mid-credits scene first because we got yep. to see Meryl Streep's ass. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> the, that, so basically, right? I was so, not expecting. So that. basically, it was a pleasant right. surprise. Meryl Streep. Yeah. We probably shouldn't mention this. Meryl Streep is the president, so she has money. Yes. Basically, the comet comes in, the whole world blows up. Yes. Everyone Tragic dies. end. Meryl Streep and the leader of Bash escape on a rocket ship plane thing. Yep. And the mid-credits scene is 22,000 years later. <laughs> they've, been, this... they've been cryogenically mm. frozen too. It's dumb, but the only point, it makes sense. Yes. And then they go into this like Adam and Eve sort of Garden of Eden place, and yep. they're all naked. And then you can see Meryl Streep's ass, which is amazing. <laughs> and then she gets eaten by like some dinosaur. And the whole point of that end credit scene, it contributes nothing to the plot. No. It just does kill Meryl Streep. I would say it probably circles back to that little slide away reference that they said when they were talking about the death. And she's talking to the tech CEO and she says, when do I die? How do I know? How do you die? I want to yeah. know. I want to know. And he's like, you die by a Brontorac. Yeah. Or something like that. And we're like, what? And then I thought, I thought that, that had something to do well, with it. interesting. Because the CEO of Bash claims he can predict death. And he got Meryl Streep right. But it's not true. Because yeah. Leonardo, at the end of the film, That's Leonardo, true. so Leonardo cheats on his wife with Kate Blanchett yes. when he goes on the talk show. Yeah, I, I just got to interject here. I didn't. This is one of the things that I find that was non-effective about the film. It was very. It didn't seem to like show the, like it showed the impact of the media on him, but it didn't hit hard the fact that he. Maybe it, I need it to be like explicitly explained. I but, thought it did. Yeah, because I don't know. Like he was, he was hooking up with Kate Blanchett. And then it just didn't seem to, like, show him thinking about his wife at all. And I was like, and, and then I, I got Well, he, that's the thing, because he wasn't, because he was so wrapped up in the media. Yeah, I don't know. And that showed how he's lost his innocence to the media. Yeah. And, and I, I thought, but I thought that was very well acted, because even though he did that, I didn't hate him. I still was rooting for him. You can feel the... Um, and yeah, I felt, I felt sorry for his wife. But you can like really resonate with him. Can I just say that the scene with the pills? The pills. So <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's wife finds out that he's cheating on him, yeah. and then Forbes says he get all these panic meds and throws them at him and says to Kate Blanchett, "This is what you have to deal with." And then she walks out, and it's amazing, it's and it doesn't just... get resolved until the world's about to end. Leo comes back with flowers and groceries and said, "Can I make you dinner?" And so it's I'm this nice dinner. final meal. Yeah. Sort of... Leonardo comes back with Jennifer Lawrence and Timothy Chalamet and says. <laughs> Hey honey, I would. I'm really sorry. I got you some flowers. I want to make you family dinner with everyone, and that's a really nice ending. Did, did they? Did she like? Did they just brush over that because it's the end of the world? No, because well, she mentioned she cheated on someone in oh, college. Yeah, which was fine. I no, I thought it was. I thought she knew that he didn't mean to do it. 
because they've been together for so long, they understand each other. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel and like he has like he has like mental issues between. Yeah, that's true. I just yeah. felt the strong contrast between him going from not even like feeling the connection. Like no joke, there's a point where they were in the film, and I was like. He's got a wife, but is that his wife? Yeah, that's they his just wife. like separated. Oh, and maybe, maybe you didn't kid. understand it as much as I did. I think I think I just went, <laughs> went over my head. Um, I want to talk about Timothy Chalamet. Oh yes, hilarious. Oh, he was. So Jennifer Lawrence is made into a meme by yes. the news because she's being really angry. <laughs> being yeah, she has a tendency to lash out yeah. on live. Yeah, like you, what you would expect from Jennifer Lawrence characters. Yes. And she reminds me, and then she is kicked off the science thing. She's sent to work at some supermarket thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then so she yeah. meets Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> comes in to buy a few drinks with the boys. Doesn't have money. And then Timothy Chalamet was like, hey, do you want to come back to our hangout spot? And then they kind of hook up, and it's kind of... <laughs> it so weird. It's, 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 it was funny. so good. It was funny, though, but it was really random. Oh, because Jennifer was like, whatever, it's the end of the world. And I thought <laughs> Timmy Chalamet was amazing. And then he was going on about his Christian faith and how Is that what she said? Yeah. Is it, it's the end of the world? Yeah. I missed what, that, too. <laughs> yeah, and Timmy Chalamet, really good character, because he, at the end, when they're at the table, he's saying grace. He kind of wraps up the whole film. Yeah, that, that, was, that really, was really unexpected. That's a really good character. Even from when his character was introduced... To that end, I feel like that was he underwent a change, yeah. you know, because at the start he wasn't really kind of reflects that you can underestimate people based on your looks because yeah. you just think that Timothy's a drugger, yeah, he had that, like, he's a really he's sort of... quite a smart dude, yeah. I really enjoyed that. His, his that. appearance was at first, I was like, what's the point of this? But in retrospect, I think it it provided a neat perspective, yeah, and another an alternate lens, into yes, the film. I agree. Um. I was also surprised Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi were not thrown to the side. No. They were actually integrated into the plot. This, yeah. They, so. Was, so. So Ariana Grande is Riley. Riley Beaner. Riley Beaner. Pop Bainer. star. Pretty much Ariana Grande with a different name. Yes. Yeah. She is previously, she just publicly broken up with DJ Cello, who was Kid Cudi. <laughs> and the point of that, and they go on the same news program before Leo and Jen, when they're first talking to us about the comment. Yes. And. They're like, oh, that scene was and then they get back together and Kid Cudi proposes on air, okay. which you think would be dumb, but it actually helped because then we see that that got way more ratings than Leo and Jen who were talking about the literal destruction of yeah. Earth mm-hmm. and that how people didn't hear about that because they were too interested in Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi's relationship, which is a really good comment on today's society. 100%. How people are too concerned with so reasonable enough about the environment, which is, I think it's why Leonardo was a really good choice for this role. Yeah. Because with environmental actors, you could see he's really passionate. Yeah. About what's going on. Uh, yeah, I think he, he definitely wanted to, I feel like he sort of, I don't know what relationship he has to this film, but I get like produced. No, I don't know if he did produce it or not, but I, don't know if I feel like he had it. He must, it would have had it. He's role. had some yeah. sort of contra- creative control here. I'd, also, I just wanted like the, the song. From the movie, yes. just look up, right? Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi have a song. It's a great song. Yeah, and it's integrated into the plot really well. Yeah, because there's these two parties. So there's Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill, who is Meryl Streep's son. We'll get to them. They're the Don't Look Up gang, and they're telling people to not be worried about the comet because you don't want the other people to make you feel anxious or angry. Yeah. Whereas Leo and Jen are advocating for just look up. Yeah. Where there's like, well, we can't keep pretending. It's a bit on the news. The news people keep blaming shit. Yes. They're like trying to put a positive spin on bad things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're arguing that, well, no, we can't do that because people need to hear the truth. And Everything that's what it reflects our society as well. Absolutely. Like people trying to put the... So that's really interesting. The people who are 
accepting the bad thing. You see them as the good, the good guys, in yeah. a sense. The people who are like, no, it's not going to be okay. Well, they're the bad people because they're not accepting it. They're, they're, it's almost like I remember when we were having this. We had a brief discussion about this yesterday when we were, came out of the movie. Um, the way that, like, it sort of, like, we were talking about, um, like, how it uses the two to, co- like, po- contrast nicely. Yeah. And then, yeah, I sort of lost my train of thought yeah. there. But, no, know, I know what you mean. Yeah. So um, can yeah. we talk about Meryl Streep Meryl and Street. Jonah Hill <laughs> as well? <laughs> I hated Meryl Streep in this film. <laughs> no, she was great, but her character was so perfect. President character, just... and she was like the worst president. She's supposed to. She's supposed to be Trump. My favorite line Trump, really was clever. the sit tight and assess sit because and assess. that is such a Trump thing. Yes, that I can see happening. She's just like, oh, it'll be okay. It's still six months away, and that's the really because there's a real change in the film. Yeah, which is supposed to rep- is which represents how people are starting to worry about it. Like, oh, the the is six months away, we'll be fine. Yeah, and then suddenly it's two weeks away, and people yeah. are going into panic mode. Yeah, people are just putting that off, mm-hmm. and they're like, focus on the narrative. Yeah, coming. the mail ship was great, basically. <laughs> She initially is against the plant, and then she, uh, um, a picture of her genitals gets released. Into the <laughs> this is so random. So she teams up to save her clout, to team up with Liam and Jen, and then she kind of backstabs him again. She's an unreliable president, really well done. Jonah Hill's hilarious as her son. His just, character is like, quite like her, vulnerable He's like her too. yes man. Yeah. Like and then he really, the really started to break out when Meryl went. And left Jonah behind. And that put, like, Jonah even that scene, that yeah. scene was really good. I was like, she oh, left Jonah to die. And that, and, that, that was actually different. Yeah, that and was... her, her portrayal in response to that was quite good. She's like, yeah. oh, Jason? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jason is trying to we, yes. we, we forget the character name. Yeah, we'll just call him Meryl and <laughs> Jonah and what else. Um, great cameo from Chris Evans. Oh. So it's, they managed to make a movie about the event. For it, which is going to be released on the day it comes out. Chris Evans is the action star. And he was, like, really on the fence. He was, like, he was kind of like, you should don't look up. You should also look up. He was wearing a badge that said don't look up and just look up. He was trying to appeal to both yeah, sides. Yeah, it was a really funny cameo. It was, it was good. He's becoming the king of cameos yeah. because he was in Free Guy, Free guy as well. <laughs> so I'm interested to see where he pops up next, to be honest. Yeah. I want to ask your opinion because this is one of the things that I had an issue with the film. Yeah. The plot in terms of it was quite for me i found it a little bit simplistic and predictable in the way that like you yeah you, asteroids come you always and, knew that was going to happen yes yes but it's the way then which they got to that like for example the where jennifer lawrence's boyfriend hamish patel is a news writer yeah and he that you could tell their relationship is as you could with leo and his wife you could tell their relationship isn't best so did they break up because she went on the air and made herself look like an idiot. Yeah, and Hamish Patel wanted to save himself because he's a journalist. Yeah. So he wrote an article about, oh, my gosh, I slept with the devil. Yes. <laughs> and I kind of knew it. That was really unexpected. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought he was a nice person. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that at all. So that was – they did, like, unexpected things within the expected, which were really beneficial. Yeah. The only – the thing I have a problem with was Bash, though. Like, I – they had this nice strategy. Okay, let's plan. talk about Bash. We need to talk about Bash. So because... Bash is a company – I guess it's a tech company who have supported this film financially. The guy gave me Steve Jobs vibes. Yeah, who has supported this film financially, so they have a big part of the film. Their technology is used all about product placement, very yep. obvious. Here's, and then Bash create these, in a last-ditch attempt to stop the comet, Bash create these little drones 
to try and save the comment. Can I can I just pause you there? This is I don't know why like that was such like they made such a big deal about all the gold coming in and stuff. Like, wouldn't you rather Because Pierre, because there was so much gold on the comment. So they sent up rocket ships initially. Yeah. And then they turned around. They were gonna try and bomb the gold, asteroid into Because there was gold and valuable things in the comment. So yeah. they wanted to let it hit and just hope it was okay. Yeah. Which is really against the morals of and so they realize they've all like freaked it up. And then the last ditch attempt is to send the drones from Batch. This is like the day of the attack, or nearly about that. Did they not like rehearse that day? Well, like not rehearse, but like run tests or anything? Like, because keep going. Like, they must have tested them in the lab, but they wouldn't test them out. But the good thing is, the the drones don't work. Yeah. Which is really good. If the drones had worked and Bash had saved the day, that would have been, it would have been a terrible film. Yeah, yeah. But because Bash have the humility to like put their products in a place of failure, I really respected them for doing that. Because yeah. they say Bash products didn't work when yeah. it's their I, I really respect I really respected them for doing that. Honestly, because most I companies wouldn't Bash do that. Bash was a real company. <laughs> most companies wouldn't actually do that. Yeah, they are a real company, right? I think. <laughs> we need to double check this, maybe. Yeah, I, I thought that was really good of them. It could, they were putting the story first. It was definitely... Yeah, it's a real... It's a real okay. Yeah. It was definitely giving me Apple parallels, but did you... It kind of goes... It opposite... It, it opposes what Apple does with movies, which is really nice. Because yeah. have you heard the thing with Apple's... If an Apple product's in a movie being used by a, a certain character, yeah. you know that they're not a bad guy because they don't have yeah. villains using... So... That so openness yeah, like, from Bash. And, and the, the CEO of Bash was a bad guy, you could say. <laughs> he was an antagonist in the film. The BFG, my the, bad. Yeah, Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. It was, oh, it was, thoughts on his performance, really? Cool. I liked it. I thought it was good for the role. It was awkward. I thought it was good. <laughs> I liked I liked the approach Bash put on themselves. Yeah. It was, I, I was like, that's contributed to the film, and you can see that, and it hasn't made the film worse. And it will still make good money for Bash. I think so. them doing that is them sort of going out on a limb and saying, look, we're going to come out and be vulnerable like this Yeah. So, to tell this message of. So, yeah, um, thank you to Bash for not making the film horrible. Yeah, they, they, they did certainly save that ending there. Yes, I thought I thought it was an interesting subplot. What was the subplot? The Bash. The Bash oh, yes. The oh. Bash like, talking to you about this now, it, it, it's more like, oh, okay, yeah, but... I don't know why, like they had, like they literally had the missiles in the air. This is what frustrated. Yeah, they were in the air, and then they just call it off because the bash guy comes in and he's like, "Hey, I reckon we can mine some natural resources off this asteroid." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah great!" He's the walking piece of satire. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. For me, that was he's just... not all there. He doesn't see. No, he's not all there. And no. they also make comments about. Well, Meryl Streep thinks Jennifer Lawrence is, she goes like, well, you can, you'll be the advocate for the mentally ill people, which is very funny. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it touches, it's really good on how different people respond to the spotlight. I yeah. Think it touches on a lot of personal issues. I think also well. it, it, it touches the on those issue. Per- personal issues through having like all the main characters in this film. I'll say even like Meryl Streep and well, Jonah Hill. Something wrong with them. Something wrong with them. But they also like represent a certain mindset or group of people. Yeah. And so I think so. it provides lots of different lenses into tackling this issue. Yes, and, and how so, people manage their own fear. Yeah, so I think it works really well in sort of like opening that up yeah. for many people as possible. No, I would definitely agree. Yeah, I really enjoyed 
this one i thought it was great i i couldn't like at the end i was like we were mouth open i was like the the visual effects on the actual comic hitting were amazing that whole scene the whole sequence there like was... so you can see the table and it's it's a still shot of leo or jen and then the background is just slowly exploding yeah and then it's so loud it all comes together like boom. and the acting too because they're did you notice it was they're coming in and they kept it. talking? They're just accepting it. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, so Mike went to college and everything's like full on shaking. Yeah. And like, yeah, and that whole like the interesting use of them showing like the life on yeah. Earth as well. Did you see that? Yeah. With like the animals and, and they had the, the, there was like a cheetah in there, I think. Or like yeah, the little... they're showing everyone's perspective. Yeah, it was the, the whole scene. Uh, a great ending. Very good. Very good. It, it definitely. So for me, like my progression of this film, it started off really good, dipped in the middle, and then the ending sort of like redeemed it, redeemed it for me in like it lifted it up from where it was at the end. But yeah, that whole ending sequence was quiet. It was yeah. quite emotional. Like I didn't cry, yeah, but I know. it was I was, very I was like, nearly there, honestly. Yeah, it and it sad. ends. It just ends. It just kind of ends. It, like it's where you expect it to end, but it just ends and it's yeah. just like, It wouldn't have been better or worse with the end credits saying it's just kill me on the It's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought overall great film. Definitely could not recommend more. Um, cast is great. Congratulations to Jennifer Lawrence on her pregnancy. Hopefully that all goes yes, well. Yes, yeah. Congrats, Jen. Congrats, Jen. We're, we're, we're praying for you. We're thinking of you. Um, so my score of this film, uh, I've, it really came to me instantly. This is a ninety-two. Wow. This is my second favorite film what? of twenty twenty-one. I won't reveal what the first is yet, but this film is amazing. Jesse, ninety-two. This is the best Netflix film I can like remember watching. It is. It's a very probably. It's, it's probably. The, it's okay. such a good film. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I know it's got mixed reviews, but I love this one. I really do. Okay. All right. Well, um, I found Don't Look Up had really good cast, and I think they definitely brought their A game. Yeah. Everyone, no matter what sort of group or mindset they were representing, I think the plot did a pretty good job of tackling uh the satirical a satirical comment yeah. of the current society and society that as we sort of progress to the future will evolve into um for me i found the what the 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 plot to be a little simplistic in the way that no. it doesn't it doesn't oh. uh, like change like it, it didn't like turn take any turns it felt like a very it didn't need to it, it felt like a very straight it was about direction I don't know. I, it's I not, it's not about physical growth. Yeah. It's not growth know. you can see. I didn't I didn't feel that that like like it just felt like a very linear All right. journey. Yeah, yeah. Very so it, but I was definitely lifted up by DiCaprio's performance and Jennifer Lawrence in particular, they as the two main protagonists. And Chris Evans. And Chris Evans, of course. We can't forget <laughs> Chris Evans. So I'm going to give Don't Look Up a solid seventy six right. out of hundred. Yeah. That. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again. Um, be sure to stick around. We've got Instagram yes. at the Bromax Pod. At Bromax Pod. Right, Make sure to follow that. Definitely. At Bromax Pod. And feel free to use that to let us know any of the reviews that we've done yes, so far. Any of your thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. Definitely. Guys. So, yeah, until next time, thank you guys so much, and we will see you soon. Bye for now.